Blog Talk Radio. Bible study sessions where we are 
learning, learning, learning about the Word of God. It is an elated time to be able to learn about the Word of God and for us to have the opportunity, again, to learn, 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 because it does say in the Bible that my people perish because of lack of knowledge. But when you study God's Word, you're gaining the knowledge that you need. So it's awesome. So tonight the doctor is in, and he will give you a thus saith the Lord. Write down some notes. Get out your pencil and your paper and write these scriptures down and go over them again, not just tonight, but another night, another day. You know, it's awesome that we have an opportunity to go back and forth and learn and research and reread over what we've learned tonight. You don't just have to do it only for tonight. You can continue to research, continue to learn, continue to grow. That way you will have knowledge about God's Word. I'm excited for tonight because it's Bible study. So even I get an opportunity to learn as well. Absolutely. As well as you all in Radio Atlanta, we appreciate you in Radio Atlanta. Thank you for all your tremendous support. All of the podcasting um, teams out there that support us, Boss Up Radio, everybody far, near, and wide, everybody in other countries that listen to our shows, download our shows, everybody here in the United States listening, downloading, sharing, and whatever you do, we are so elated, and we thank you very much for all that you are doing when it comes to that portion. We say thank you. Thank you, and thank you again. All right, let's get into the meat of it, the meat and the potatoes. Let's have the doctor now. He will break down the words so we can all learn. God bless you all. The doctor is in, and we will keep this in Thank you. Amen. Uh, Sister Gitasha, God bless you tonight for bringing us on again. As we often say, it's amen. Tonight is tonight, amen, to give you some food for thought from the Word of God. And amen, that is amen of the Bible itself. We're so glad and so happy, amen, to be able to come to you once again. We're going tonight, amen, to St. Matthew chapter 28 and St. Luke chapter 14, 26 through 33. You can read along with me in your Bible if you have one. Amen. If not, just take the scripture down. And as my announcer says, when you get time, praise the Lord, you can read these over and over again. Matthew chapter 28, amen, verse 19. I want to say amen to the very controversial scripture. But amen, that's God is to open up your understanding to the scripture that amen, we all might understand the same thing. And this is when the Lord, amen, getting ready to tell his disciples is to go ye therefore and teach all nations. I like to pause right here, amen, and say when the Lord was teaching them that the Holy Ghost had not come. Neither were their understanding open at this time. This was, amen, a revelation they were to receive as they obeyed the Spirit of the Lord. And he said, go ye therefore and teach. Bring understanding to my peoples. All nations, not some, baptizing them, baptizing them, in 
the name of the Father. Baptize them in the name of the Father. St. John 5 and 30. Uh, uh, I'll bring that back to you. But Jesus said, I come in my Father's name. Now he said, baptize them in the name of the Father. So amen, right here, amen, we must try to catch a deep revelation of what Jesus is saying. He said, baptize them in the name, in the name, not of the name, of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, but baptize them I in the name. So, amen, now he's talking to his disciples that have not their understanding fully opened up as yet. Amen. In the book of St. Luke, the 24th chapter, amen, he's going to open up their understanding that they might understand what he has just related unto them, understand the scripture. In Luke 14, amen, 26 through 33 says, If any man come to me and hate not his father and mother and wife and children and brothers and sisters, yea, and his own life, also, he cannot be my disciple. These seem to be some hard, hard words, amen, for the disciples to digest. He said, and whosoever does not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. We have a responsibility to do when we follow in Jesus. For which of you intend to build a tower and sit it not down first and count the cost? Uh, amen. Let me refer that to a building, a house, a church, and you don't sit down to count the cost and just go to building. Somewhere, amen, we're going to make a mistake if we don't count the cost. Now, whether, amen, he has sufficient to finish it, if you don't sit down and count the cost, you don't know, amen, whether you're going to have sufficient room in your life to finish, amen, what the Lord has started. you got to count the cost every day. Believers, we must sit down and count the cost to see whether we're going to enter into the kingdom of heaven or make it into, amen, heaven. We must sit down. We can't take it for granted. We must sit down and count the cost. Let's happen. After he that laid the foundation and is not able to finish it. It's a bad thing to lay a foundation. Amen. And people that expect something to come from that foundation, and you're not able to finish that building. Our building is our life. And that, behold, it began, they began to mock him. He was going to make fun of you because you didn't finish your product. Saying, this man began to build and was not able to finish it. He started, but look at him. The race is not given to the strong, another battle to the swift, but he that endures to the end, the same 
shall be saved. You've got to endure to the end. You can't start this thing. You've got to finish. If you if you want, amen, a crown of eternal life, you've got to finish this race that you're running. 31 says, of what king goes to make war against another king and sit not down first and consult whether he be able with 10,000 to meet him that cometh against him with 20,000. Any wise king, amen, knowing, amen, that he only got 10,000, somebody, amen, coming against him with, amen, 20,000, he better sit down and count the cost. He better have some kind of strategy, amen, because he knows that's 10,000 more, amen, that uh, is against him. Or else, 32nd verse, or else, while the others is yet a great, uh, great ways off, he sent us an, an ambassador and desired condition of peace. So likewise, whosoever he be of you that forsake not all that he has, he cannot be my disciple. Listen to the great words of Jesus. Jesus tells us we got to forsake all. If we want to be his disciples, we got to, amen, forsake all to follow him. Jesus himself left everything that he had in heaven. He dropped it and came down through 42 generations. And he died for you and I. He left all that he had. And he don't expect no different, amen, for us. It is very interesting, amen, when he says, if any man come to me and hate not his father, Jesus don't mean, amen, literally hate your father, uh, your brother, sister, cousin, relative. But Jesus is saying, you put nobody before me. No human being comes before me, whether it's your brother, sister, mother, daddy, uh, cousin, ever, what it may be. Nobody is higher than Jesus, so you don't put nobody first before you put Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, if you're going to follow him, ought to be the highest priority it is in your life. Not wife, not husband, but Jesus. The Lord calls us, amen, to discipleship. God wants us to be disciplined. Amen. God calls us to discipleship. A Christian disciple is one who lives, who lives a life of Christianity and discipline. Our lives ought to be disciplined by the Spirit of the Lord. Uh, by the Holy Ghost, amen, that is in us, our life ought to have some discipline in it. If your life don't have no discipline in it, you're, you're not going according to the word of God. Living and loving Christ more than relatives. There is a lot of amen people today can't make up their mind 
whether to obey God or not because of relatives. Now, amen, should we love relatives more than we love Jesus Christ? No. We should love Jesus Christ more than we love relatives. This is very important in our day in society. It means to love less. It means only amen to love less. Hate means to love less. I love Jesus Christ more than I do my brother, my sister, my mother. I love Jesus more. We should love Christ more than relatives. Now, if you've got to hang up on that, amen, I pray to you and ask the Lord to give you, amen, some more love, give you some more understanding, amen, because nobody is supposed to love nobody more than they did Jesus Christ because Jesus is the only somebody can forgive you for your sin. Mama can't do it. Daddy can't do it. Sister and brother, they can't do it. Only Jesus is able to forgive us of, of our sin. Love Christ more than self. You've got to love Christ more than you love your own self. And I don't know nobody don't love their own self. But if you're going to follow Christ and be a disciple of Christ, be disciplined by Christ, you must put him first. And you've got to bear your cross, bearing the cross. Bearing the cross, amen. There's a cross for everyone, and there's a cross for you. You got to bear your own cross. Each one of us got to bear every, every what load, amen, that come up on us. We got to bear. Can't nobody bear your cross for you. You got to bear your own cross. There's an old saying, no cross, no crown. You don't get no victory if you don't, amen, bear your cross. You've got to follow the Lord wholeheartedly. You've got to forsake all the love of the love of things. Amen. The Bible teaches us, amen, in First John, amen, 2.15. Love not the world. Talking about the disciples now. And these are the things that are in it. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Amen. we got to forsake all for Jesus Christ. You have to be willing, amen, to part with all. There's a time come, amen, that you got to turn loose all of this material thing. Amen. You may say, oh, I don't work for it. Amen. And all of my life, and now you may tell me I got to depart. Amen. If it comes down to that time, amen, we got to depart from all. Remember, the earth is the Lord, and the footer thereof belongs to him. Everything belongs to the Lord. We really don't own anything. Satan so will make us want to think we do. But continue in his word, amen. We must continue as a disciple in the word of God. The word of God. We must continue in his word in order for us to grow, in order for us to live. It is life in the word of God. It is delivering in the word of God. It is peace in the word of God. Anything you want is in the word. 
We must continue in the word of God. We must we must love others. In the word of God, it will teach us how to love others. As becoming a man disciple of Jesus Christ. Love is the proof of discipleship. Amen. Love is a proof of discipleship. And Jesus said these words, Amen. By this, men shall know that you are my disciples. If you have love one for another, it'll show. Amen. Your love will show. Your love will be affected. Your love will go into action. Amen. If you really have that love of Jesus Christ. And we got to bear much fruit. In uh, in Matthew, the 28th chapter, verse 19, the word teaching Matthew 28, 19 came from a root word meaning to discipline. It means to be disciplined or literally to make disciples. You got to be disciplined, amen, in order to make disciples. The Lord won't disciple that amen uh, that can be disciplined, being told what to do. Being able, amen, is to take orders and live by order. God wants some disciplined disciples. Now, disciples, amen, on their own can do what they want, but God wants some disciplined disciples. Teach them, teach them. They need to be taught before they go out and try to, amen, teach others. They need to be taught the word of God. Amen. Every one of us has to first start somewhere from the altar, and it's not on the top. You start at the beginning, at the root, and and, and work your way up as the Lord blesses you, and your knowledge began to grow. Sadly, man, there are more people who merely believe in the plan of salvation than people who will become disciples. Now, they believe in the plan of salvation, but they don't believe, amen, come and be disciples. They just want to come and join the church and start off and do what they want to do. There is discipline. There is rules. There is regulations, amen, that we have to go by. We got to abide by the word of God. You don't come into church and just jump up and say, the Lord has called me, I'm saved. You heard the old saying, you got to crawl before you can walk. And that is very truly, amen, in our uh, Christian uh, chat verses today, amen, we got to, amen, crawl before we can walk. This is, amen, due possibly, amen, to the present day emphasis on making believers rather than making true disciples. They are, amen, we were making, amen, believers. We want to make make true uh, make believers, but we don't want to make true disciples. You can have true disciples first, boy, man. You can really come to be a true believer. You got to learn how to take correction, know what instruction is, show the love of Jesus Christ. In our Christian experience, 
It is vital, amen, that we develop and grow into being disciples. We we grow, amen, and we develop, amen, in being disciples of Jesus Christ. It don't come overnight. Just like you send your child, amen, uh, from the first grade on to the 12th and throughout ages, amen, they have to, amen, have a beginning. Loving Christ more than relatives. My brothers and sisters, I want you to hear what the Lord is really saying. And he's only saying you don't put nobody before you put me. That's what Jesus is really saying. In St. Luke, amen, 14, 26, it says, If any man come to me and hate not his father and mother and wife and children and brothers and sisters, yea, and his own life also, he cannot be my disciple. That is plain. To let you know, amen, Jesus said, you don't put nobody before you put me. He is our creator. You don't put the creature before you put the creator. When he says hate means to love less, that's what it means. Hate means to love less. Uh, there is a, uh, a cost to being a disciple of Jesus Christ. There's a cost. You got to pay something to be a disciple of Jesus Christ, according to uh, St. Luke fourteen twenty six. Jesus asked believers to consider the cost of discipleship. Amen. Have you considered the cost of discipleship? I want to follow him, but have you considered the cost? When Jesus told, amen, Peter, James, and John, drop your nets and follow me. I really don't know how they considered the call at that time or not. They were obedient. But amen, have you considered the call to follow Jesus? One of the calls involved love, God more than our immediate family. That's one of the calls. You got to love God more than, amen, you love your immediate family. And God's ways is not like our ways, amen. So some people don't understand God's ways. So they say you should not be involved in that kind of religion that amen says that. Who are you going to obey? Who do you love? They tell Jesus, that Jesus, your mother and your brother, they're outside. And Jesus made a statement saying, my brothers and my sisters are the ones that do the will of my father. The ones that obey my father, that's my brother and my sister. Who are you going to obey? Are you going to put family above Jesus? Now, believe me, Jesus loves family, but you can't put family above Jesus. My mother and my pastor are gone now, my dad also. But if they was here and we was to disagree on the word of God, I wouldn't esteem him higher than the word of God. 
Jesus means everything to me. The word hate used in this verse is not a man to be interpreted with the modern-day sense of being hateful or angry. It doesn't mean that way, amen. The verse means, amen, we are to give God first place in our life and esteem him more highly than, amen, the family members, amen, who we cherish. Do we esteem God more highly? Are we going to honor, amen, uh, the man of God because he's a bishop or because he's a pastor uh, or national mother? Amen. Are we going to esteem him higher than we do the Lord? No. No. We don't esteem nobody as high as we esteem our Lord, which is our king. He's our savior and he's our deliverer. None of those people can deliver us. Only Jesus. If God does not hold first place in our lives, then uh, our relationship with him and with our family will be out of balance. If God don't hold first, amen, priority in our life, our relationship, amen, is going to be out of balance with the Lord. And certainly, amen, you don't want your relationship out of balance with the Lord, not in a day and time that we're living in now. We got to love the Lord first. Amen. Put, put him above everything else. You are my disciple. You are, uh, the Lord is speaking to you. You are my disciple. You are the one that I have allowed my Holy Spirit is to train you, to talk to you, to teach you. You are my disciples. We should love Christ more than relatives. People often claim, amen, they cannot live for God because of interfering, uh, opposing from family members. Family members, amen, keep people sometimes from obeying the Lord. Just because they don't want to live right, they don't want to see you live right, and they'll tell you, don't you go down to that church or that sanctuary or ever where they worship me. Don't you go there. They can interfere in your life. But who are you going to obey? Peter said, it's better to obey God than man. I don't care who is your family. The Bible said, when you find the light, you say, walk there in it. You may have been in darkness, I don't know how long. But when the word of God come along and open up your understanding, you should follow the word of God. Can we say amen? amen. Praise the Lord. This is not a vile excuse. It is important, amen, to understand we cannot allow a boyfriend or a girlfriend or a husband or wife or child of extended family to stand in the way of our relationship with God. You don't have no boyfriend, no girlfriend. And I know how it is, amen, when we're young and we think we're in love. That boy and that girl is everything to each other. But when it comes down to Jesus Christ, if you want to be disciplined, 
And if you want to follow Jesus, you're going to have to bag up off of that girl. You're going to have to bag up off of that boy. Young people, I'm challenging you from the word of God now. Husband and wife, amen. You got to bag up off of amen. Paul proclaimed, for I am persuaded that neither death, I ain't going to let death separate me. Death, amen, is in the making, amen, all the time, but I'm not going to let death, nor life. I don't care how high I get, how blessed I am. I ain't going to let that separate me from the love of God. This is what Paul said. No angels can be angels, no principalities, no powers, no things present, no things to come, no height, no depth, no any other creature shall be able to separate us. From the love of God. You don't put nothing before you put before God. You don't put yourself before him. Count the cost. Sit down and count the cost. If your life is not being moving by the power of God like you desire to be, sit down and count the cost. Why are you done? Am I really obeying the Lord or not? Am I really being disciplined? Am I a disciplined disciple? Are the word of God disciplining me? Is it correcting me? My God. Which uh, uh, us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. That's Romans 8, chapter verse 38 and 39. Uh, when a person places the Lord first and foremost in his life, he can live his complete victorious victoriousness, knowing he can overcome any hinder or obstacle. When you really place your life in the Lord's hand, you can live a victorious life. You don't worry because, amen, your life is in the hands of the Lord. But it's hard to find people that'll give up that much. Put the Lord first. Love Christ more than self. Now you know what we think about self, amen. Neither has there been a time in history when mankind has been more self centered. Than today, mankind love yourself. Now, Amen. We ought to love the Lord more than we love ourselves. And Amen. It is just Amen. Outspoken ever. Mankind love his own self, and he loves himself more than he loves God. This generation like like is Amen. The measure of compassion. This generation don't have much compassion on one another. That Christ desired to form in his church. Paul wrote, by love serving one another. Galatians 5, 13. By love serving one another. We don't find that. Very few places. You find, amen, love serving one another. People, it's selfish. Yes, even in the church, 
singing in the choir, preaching the word of God. They still is selfish. My God, my God. Now, materialistic uh, constitute, it, re- it rise to the forefront of the modern day li- uh, living. Too often, the a question of things and pleasure has replaced old-time religion. Amen. We, we're living in a materialistic world. We think everything big is beautiful. The more we have, amen, that's the beautiful life is. That's a deceiving trick the devil has played on us. Then we forget, amen, where the beauty really is and who gives the real beauty. That comes, amen, from the inside. That comes from the Lord himself, not the materialistic thing. Paul began to go on and let us know that people spend millions of dollars each year on favorite things like cosmetic surgery, the last fashion of this world, pets. People spend millions of dollars on cosmetic surgery. Don't need it. They're not appreciating how God made them. They want to change. And they spend millions of dollars trying to change. Pet is more than a man human being today. People spend more money on animals, amen, than they do, amen, on people. Something is wrong with this. Love Christ more than self. Love Christ more than self and, and the fashion, amen. Exotic vacation. Amen. Look how much money be spent on exotic vacation. Not a vacation, but exotic uh, vacation. Lavish vacation. Anything your heart wants, there it is. But the eyes of the Lord is in every place, beholding the good and the evil. God bless you. Amen. The same time mankind relationship with the Creator suffers. It suffers because, amen, man is enjoying his own self. And God's word is going like it. Because, amen, I'm trying to have myself some fun. That's what we see. People's, the shadows are so demeaning that work schedule, pleasure. And family schedules, ticket proceeding over developing and maintaining a right relationship with the Lord. They, or when it comes down for them to relax, amen, they just forget about the Lord. Now, I'm not saying one time, amen, that a person don't have a, a right, amen, is to take off a few days and relax. But amen is going to an extravity. They just have walked off and left the Lord. Teach us that denying ungodly and worldly love. 
We should live soberly and righteously and godly in this present world. Titus 2 and 12. Didymus has forsaken me, having loved this present world, and is departed unto Thessalonica. 2 Timothy 4 and 10. Amen. Let Paul let us know, amen. Teach us that denying ungodliness. We got to deny ungodliness. All of what we think is sexist today, and people that's having fun, amen, today, parading in their bodies, amen, and loose everywhere, we got to deny ourselves. All that type of activity, if we're going to be disciples of Jesus Christ, we got to be sober. Sober means, amen, to understand what is going on in the world around you. And, amen, we get to live godly in this present world, right here. Amen. Not wait till we get to heaven, but you got to live godly in this present world among all the stuff they got out there. You got to live right according to the word of God. Now, Didymus, amen, had been with Paul, and he said, Didymus has forsaken me, uh, having loved this present world. He went on back into the world. And they left Paul on a mission. There are many, praise the Lord, can't take following Jesus. They're leaving, and they're going back into the world. Or they're going to a church that accepts, amen, all worldly things. Serving God is more important than loving ourselves. Those close to us are temporary things. How tragic if at the end of life a person faced the consequence of failing to love God as he should have. Amen. That's what's going to happen. A person going to face, amen, the fact that he should, he, he, he didn't love the Lord like he should have while he had a chance. He loved the world, or she loved the world more than they love God. Beloved, you out there and you that's coming this way, let me tell you, there is nothing like loving Jesus. When you really learn to love Jesus, this world does not really mean that much to you. You're in it and you're existing, amen, but your love, amen, is a higher developing than this world. Your life is more than, amen, the thing that you see when you really love Jesus. Ban the cross. Amen, are you banning your cross tonight? The cross, amen, was a familiar sign uh, to the Jews. When they saw the cross, that was very familiar to them. Execution by crucifixion were very common. When they saw a cross, they thought about execution. Somebody was going to hang on that cross. Somebody had to die on that cross. It was very common to them. Other, the public witness, the public witness them, 
However, in Luke 14, 27, the Lord refers not to a cross of execution, but to our own personal cross of discipline. God, amen, is saying we got a cross to discipline ourselves. We got to hang on discipline. If you want to be my disciple, you're going to have to discipline yourself. Are we, amen, on the cross like Jesus was on the cross? Are we disciplined our life? Or are we letting our life run as it will? My God, each disciple's cross contains self-denial. You've got to, amen, be able to deny yourself. If any man come after me, let him first deny himself and pick up his cross and follow me They. We don't want to deny ourselves. We want to tell everybody else what to do and how they should live, but we don't want to, amen, deny ourselves. And the sacrifice of one own will. But Jesus does not reveal to us what additional sacrifice he will add to our personal cross. We know only that he has finished one for us, if we chose to show it, he prepared this cross for us exclusively. And if we would be a true disciple, it is our responsibility to bear our own cross. Quit trying to shift the load on everybody else. You got a cross to bear. You must be willing is to bear your own cross daily. Let the Lord discipline you through the word. If you want to be disciples of Jesus Christ, amen. You must be disciplined through the word of God. Following the Lord, following the Lord. Are you really following Jesus? Carrying a cross, amen, to the place of one's death. It was a humiliation experience. The community, the structure, the people, known where he was, going and possibly knowing the reason he was facing execution. That was a humility thing. He wasn't fun, amen, to see people going to the cross. They know how brutal that was going to be. But think about it. Nobody died like I was saved. That's when we got to put him first. Nobody was humiliated like our Savior. It is simple, amen, today when we carry our cross and we serve the Lord. Amen, as we serve the Lord. Are you really carrying your cross? Are you bad whatsoever is being put upon you? Yes, amen, the cross get heavy sometimes and it makes us fall down. To our need, but are you are you falling in uh, discipline, in humility, and asking the Lord to give you strength? Are you really bearing your cross when a man is getting rough? For you don't know where life, a man is going to hit you at. Amen. Are you really bearing your cross when Jesus was 
climbing God got the heel. He was weak. And that's another thing, bearing your cross. It doesn't mean you're going to be strong in your body all the time. Amen. There is some kind of sickness. Amen. may hit you, and you may get so weak, you can't hardly carry the load. But when you can't carry it yourself, the Lord himself kept carrying your load. And we serve the Lord Jesus did not promise us that Band of a cross and following him were going to be easy. He didn't promise that. Everybody looking for an easy cross. Most people looking for somebody else's cross. I want a bad, I want a bad cross that you win. But no, no, everyone of us got a personal cross that we must bear. Father, we suffer the the close. of our family, our friends, and community. As we carry our cross, we cannot allow the narrow eye of turning words to hinder us or cause us to fail in following the Lord. You can't, you can't, amen, in this way, you can't allow, amen, eyes of failure is to turn you. Because they can't make it, they're going to, amen, try to call you not to make it. But your eyes must be fixed up on the Lord. He's the one going to give you, amen, your crown. Each step we take brings us one step closer to our final reward. Oh, I know we're so tired sometimes, amen, but each step that you take, you're getting a little bit closer and a little bit closer to your reward. You ought to praise the Lord for that. Praise the Lord. And Third John, Amen. Uh, Eleven says, Amen. For each hereunto were ye called, because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that you should follow His steps. In First Peter two and twenty one, beloved. Follow not that which is evil, but that which is good. He that does good is of God, but he that does evil has not seen God. Did you hear that? Praise the Lord. The Bible let us know, amen, that for every where or two were ye called because Christ also suffered for us. Leaving us an example that you should follow his steps. And if else come along, amen, with some evil steps, you don't follow them. I don't care what kind of degree they have, how well they can speak, amen, how awesome they can preach. If they got evil, you don't follow them. Come out from among them and be separated, says the Lord. Today, many churches... They discipline a cross, stained glass windows, and often the pictures they cross, cross dangers from reviewing mirror, and many people wear a cross on their clothes. 
in our present world, they apply to be little attached to these symbols. However, as we enter into the last days, uh, momentum that demands that removing from public view are the symbols of the cross because claim because they claim it offends people of non Christian faith. The reality is the sign of the cross convicts people of their wayfare limit. Now amen uh, what is saying that the time, amen, has come or is coming that because people wear a symbol of the cross, they know what that means. The public is going to come against it. And, amen, people are not going to be able to wear uh, a cross around their neck on T-shirts like they used to because they defend other people's religion. My God, my God. Well, praise the Lord, we, we're not going to apologize for that because when they took prayer out of school, Prayer didn't never stop. God continued to let somebody pray. As we never apologize for carrying our cross, whatsoever it is, the cross is keeping us humble and bring us closer and closer to the master as we continue to follow him. Oh, amen, we can't do without the cross. Without the cross, that is where the blood of Jesus was shed that father and mission of our sin. We're going to hold on to the cross. My God. And I'm not talking about the physical cross, but I'm talking about him that hung on the cross. That's who we're going to hold on to. That is Jesus. If God does not hold first place in our life, then our relationship with him and with our family, we'll be out of balance. Amen. We don't want to be out of balance. You don't want to be out of sync with the Lord. You want to be in tune with the Lord. But amen, you must, praise the Lord, deny yourself. Forsaken all. Luke 14 and 20, 33 says, So likewise, whosoever he be of you that forsake not all that he has, he cannot be my disciple. Lord, I'm sorry, you got to forsake all to be his disciple. Jesus don't want you to have nothing, amen, that is above him. So, amen, that, that comes down to the point of me. Many people don't want to turn to all the materialistic, amen, things that there is. But if it, if it comes a time for, amen, that to be, you got to leave everything. My God, the loving love of things. The scripture, amen, are clear as to where we should direct our love. And that is toward God and not toward the things of the world. Love not the world. Can we hear it? Love not the world. Listen at the rally of the world, amen. How people praise the world. God said, love not the world. These are the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. All that is in the world, 
It is the lust of the flesh and the lust, uh, the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eye, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. First John two fifteen and sixteen. God is telling us, don't love the world. Beloved, this is Dr. Moore tonight saying, put the Lord first in your life. God bless you. We love you. And thank you for listening. That was very beautiful coming from Dr. Moore. We appreciate him being back on yet again another Thursday. We're just so elated. And we shall return back next Thursday. We'll be back here. If the Lord says the same, we'll be back again, again, and again. And don't forget to tune in on Sunday. Very quickly here, tune in on Sunday on Blessings by Grace Radio on Facebook Live. That way, no matter where you are in the world, you're able to watch us live on Sunday. God bless you. God speed. Good night, everybody.